0: We are going to hear from these guys Well not the kids specifically But from uh, all of Avondale Captain Manager And a lot more as well We're going to hear from Cork City after last night's win And we'll preview tomorrow's All-Ireland, or Munster Senior Hurling Championship clash between Cork and Tip And we'll also look ahead to the minor game Which is on before it's all on the way next Yeah, indeed, welcome along to the Big Red Bay and Sean Ciarán Riggin with you till 7 o'clock this evening. An absolutely jam-packed show with you uh, for the next hour or so. And a uh, big celebrations and a massive day as well for Avondale United. They are have been crowned the FAI Intermediate Cup Champions. They defeated Crumlin United at the Aviva Stadium today by a goal to nil. Marco Sullivan, former Cork City player, getting on the score sheet there. Absolutely uh, fantastical it was as well. Uh, elsewhere, Aston Villa have come from behind to beat West Brom in the first leg of the Championship semi-final at Villa Park. Dwight Gale opening the scoring for the Visitors in the first half after a mistake from Glenn Whelan. Uh, Irish midfielder Connor Horrohan uh, got the Villains uh, back on track Scoring from 25 yards To level the game And Tammy Abraham uh, notched winner in the 79th minute Scoring a penalty after Jack Grealish Was brought down the box uh, Speaking to Sky Sports uh, Bandaman Horan Praised his teammate Jack Grealish As well as Villa's tactical changes
1: Obviously wasn't going for us a little bit um, Before we came on Myself and green. He added a bit Maybe of energy or whatever But uh, you know There's still another game to go So you have to get ready for that how nice he did the man alongside you tee that up for you that goal. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Ducks
2: best player in the league in my opinion. You know, he, he's got so much quality. He's probably too good for the league. Um,
0: but no, nah, listen, he does it every week for us, and uh, he's fantastic. Yeah, big win there for Aston Villa, but uh, still another leg to go. Derby County they're taking on Leeds United at the moment in the second semi-final at Pride Park. The latest score from that one after 45 minutes is scoreless uh, nothing either to uh, report in that game so a quiet enough one Uh, Elsewhere in the National League playoff Salford City owned by uh, Ryan Giggs uh, Phil and Gary Neville Paul Skulls. And a few others as well. They have reached the English League. They're going to be playing in League Two next year. They've defeated AFC filed uh, on a scoreline of three goals to nil. So a massive, massive win for uh, that team uh, going from strength to strength, I suppose, after uh, the uh, the five X-Man City-Man United players uh, bought them out a couple of years ago Uh, elsewhere in rugby Leinster have gone their European Champions Cup defence underway Uh, Leo Cullenside are facing Saracens at St James's Park at the moment Uh, the last time we checked it was 11 apiece so uh, we'll uh, just get an update uh, on that one, it, uh, it's half time at the moment and it's 10 points apiece, I should say. Sorry, um, pulsating opening half. Ty Furlong uh, with the first try and his 100 appearance. No uh, better way to uh, have that, but uh, Saracen's levelled it up uh, just before half time as well. Uh, on Farrell kicking a penalty, um, and uh, I think. Uh, he possibly got that uh, try as well Sean Maitland getting the try there for Saracens we'll keep you up to date on that one through the next uh, hour or so next 40 minutes anyway uh, In Gaelic games, Cork are in Camogie action today the Rebels are facing Limerick and Parky Rin in the Munster Senior Camogie Championship that one throws in at 7.15 this evening. In the first round of the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship, Kilkenny and Dublin going head to head at Nolan Park this evening. Uh, Kilkenny down a number of players for that one. And uh, Dublin could win it could uh, spring a shock there in the quarterfinals of the Munster Senior Football Championship Tipperary and Limerick going head to head in Thurlis uh, that one throwing in at 7 o'clock Cork will be uh, keeping an eye on that one of course the winners uh, taking on the Rebels and it's Clare versus Watford in Ennis the winner of that one taking on Cl- uh, Kerry all those games throwing in at 7 o'clock this evening locally in the under 21 a football championship at 6 Carrigaline playing Meyer. That one just uh, throwing in, obviously, in Brinney. At 7.30, Berra face Bishop Sound. Donnies meet Charleville. Arrow up against Valleys and St. Michael's play Carbury Rangers. Elsewhere in the Red FM Division 1 hurling league today. A massive win four in the Pearsic. They're really um, on song so far this season. Uh, going very, very well. Uh, they, apart from one blip against Canterbury in the league, they've defeated Newtown Chandram 523 to two goals and eleven. So a huge win there on a lovely day up in the North Cork village of Newtown there as well. So a big win for Napierzig. Former Cork footballer, Kieran Sheen, he said on Twitter, he's coming back to Cork. He's leaving Australia. the Rogue Man is set to return in September. So we'll miss Cork season but could be back for the uh, Ovens-based club championship campaign uh, which will get back underway I suppose in August, September so he could be back for that he might have much training done but uh, he will be back of course there's no guarantee Ira Kiron will wear a Cork shirt again Um, but uh, it's uh, positive he is coming back and uh, there is a possibility he's only 28 so uh, plenty of time to get him back up to pace for the Cork senior footballers in golf Michael is 11 shots back from leader Matt Wallace at the British Masters he's carried it Third round, 73, and is on four under. Paul Dunn has finished his round. He shot a six-over round of 78, leaving him on two-over. In Formula One, Mercedes driver Valtteri Bottas will be on pole for Formula One Spanish Grand Prix tomorrow. He qualified out of his teammate Lewis Hamilton, who will be next to him on the front row. Ferrari Sebastian Vettel will start from third with Max Verstappen qualifying fourth in his Red Bull. And Ireland's cricketers are currently facing the West Indies in the Tri-Nations one-day series. Ireland have set the West Indies a target of 328 to chase. They're currently 170 for two after 28 overs Uh, earlier on uh, we actually had a court cricket club in to talk about everything that's uh, going on there as well we'll hear from them tomorrow uh, on the show some uh, great stuff happening at the Cork County Cricket Club so I do keep an eye out for them their season uh, already starting in the Munster League and the Leinster League starting next few weeks as well now uh, going back to Avondale's massive massive win today up at the Aviva Stadium going to cross over now to our own Rory O'Hagan who's up in Dublin Roar an absolutely fantastic Day for Avondale.
1: Yeah, it certainly was. Kiran a um, deserved win. They had to fight hard for it against uh, a very, uh, very decent Crumlin United you know, side. Who passed the ball around, who held on to the ball for prolonged periods, put Avondale United under a tremendous amount of pressure uh, across the 90 minutes. That being said, Crumming United didn't create all that many chances. Uh, they didn't have too many saves to make that Avondale. Um, the goal itself, a, a moment of magic for Marco Sullivan. We tweeted on the big red bench Fans Voice TV we were there, they recorded the match and put up the goal. Um, it's a fantastic goal for Marco Sullivan. He gets the ball halfway in the um, Crumming United half near the touchline, shrugs off one defender, beats another for some reason right the Crumlin United back four just back off back back off back off they're inviting Marquis Sullivan to shoot he looks up he hits a rasper from 20 yards the Crumlin keeper sees it late thinks it's going wide doesn't react and nestles into the bottom corner it's an absolute beauty beauty of a goal. Marco um, Sullivan doesn't do interviews. So I've been chasing him for interviews for years. He just doesn't do them. He says, no, Rog, not for me. I managed to convince him to do one today. It only took him being named man of the match in the FA Intermediate Cup final, scoring the winner for Avondale United and collecting his sixth Intermediate Cup medal to do his first ever interview with the Big Red Bench.
0: Yeah, fantastic. There's a great picture on Twitter as well from 13 years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah I mean like he's evergreen he's like a fine wine he's getting better
1: and better with age he was brilliant today and um, I interviewed Dave Kiley and he he said look Roar we can't tonight. we were riding off awful lot of Markey and uh, Ken Bruton the manager said look Markey is our bit of gold dust and he was the difference between the sides today now, even when Avondale were defending he Dropped back deep and when he got the ball he ran as fast as he could with it to try and relieve some of the pressure uh, on his back four, because they were under pressure in the last 10 minutes of that game Mark Horgan in the centre half he was a colossus all the way out he went down injured he told me afterwards he was struggling with a bit of a hamstring injury the last couple of weeks and I just couldn't see the, uh, the full 90 um, uh, and even when Mark went off Avondale reorganised they didn't panic uh, they defended resolutely they dropped very deep in fairness I think they had all their players all 11 players within 25 yards of the goal for most of the last 10 minutes mm-hmm. but they did the job Kieran, it was an excellent performance from an Avondale side thoroughly
0: deserved yeah certainly celebrations will continue back in at uh, least Side no. well no they're back
1: in action in the cup on Tuesday so the lads are telling me they'll have yeah. a few quiet ones tonight and even Kenny Bruton was joking that like he couldn't like uh, go and celebrate too much that he might have to play in Tuesday night as well it's just that that stage of the season in the Monster senior league they're yeah. playing Tuesday Thursday Saturday Tuesday Thursday Saturday until uh, they get all the fixtures done it's uh, kind of a hectic running but um, that's the, the price of success I suppose but look take nothing away from Aberdeen United today absolutely brilliant thoroughly deserved uh, the the eighth, their 8th eighth medal their 8th FEI Cup medal um, it's an incredible achievement for the club and, um, and for everyone associated with it and fully deserved not a lot of people outside of Cork yeah, have Avondale United any chance um, heading up today they were ranked outside as far as this game uh, and they proved Cromwell the United wrong they proved all the doubters wrong they were brilliant here.
0: yeah absolutely fantastic well we've uh, all that reaction on the way in the next uh, minute or two so uh, Roar from uh, the Viva Stadium thanks very much thank you Kieran. Yeah, thanks very much for uh, that, Rourke. Uh, currently on the, uh, at the side of a road somewhere on the way down from uh, Dublin, so uh, thanks very much for joining us, Rourke. Uh, continuing on our chats with Avondale, Rourke caught up with Captain Dave Kelly after the game.
1: I'm with the, uh, the Avondale Captain Dave Kelly. Dave, can you describe how you're feeling right now? Uh, Rory, not really, to be honest.
3: Um, massive mix of things, very hard to describe. Um, just been a long time coming. We were under a cosh for a little bit in the game. We really dug deep. Um, our experience came through, and I suppose if I have to describe it relief pure joy satisfaction a mix of everything a bit emotional friends and family come onto the pitch mm. you know it's, a, yeah, it's,
1: a, it's, a, it's very hard to describe what we feel right now a Big moment a big stadium a big player steps up to score the winner what a goal that was for Markie
3: yeah, yeah I mean look we, we, we do rely on him Like I'm not, I'm not going to shade it anyway but we rely, we rely on him we got the man of the match today he was outstanding um, I think they feared him mm. they feared him from the, from the very first minute and we noticed that um, I, I, I thought that we, we could sense fear and you know, they had a lot of possession, but I, I kinda of said, you know, we, we have a right chance here.
1: Mm, they did have a lot of possession, but they didn't really create an awful lot of chances. You defended very well.
3: Um, we did we did defend well, yeah, absolutely. I suppose we did do a bit of preparation during the week on how they were going to attack us. Um and they did it in the exact way we expected and I think we were we, we had, you know, we knew what we were gonna do but we coped mm. it very well. And even losing Mark
1: Horgan near near the end it didn't seem to fluster you.
3: Um he's a big loss I say, yeah. you know, it last 10 minutes there when, when it's going to be a lot of aerial threat he is a massive loss um, but look I think Vinny came on and we shoved things around a bit right and went into the centre and look we, we held off brilliant
1: you see 7 minutes going up at the end what's going through your head
3: um, I suppose it is daunting but um, I remember looking up at one stage it was about 70 gone and I said well that's really about 60 because it's the long injury you know? so I was kind of prepared for the long, the long minutes at the end really to be honest
1: but, um, do you feel you were written off a bit coming in here I mean, like you're a big underdogs coming up and not, not many people outside the Cork gave you a chance um,
3: we were written off yeah yeah. I mean even the bookies I think I'm th- not exactly sure of the prices but there was a <laughs> there was a <laughs> <laughs> there was a massive gap in the prices um, yeah. I think it's the first game Crumlin lost over 90 minutes this year and I suppose our Munster Senior League form had probably um, attributed to that as well but look we've, that's our eighth media cup record holders um, as we talked to you last week the medal tally we have boys here we know how to win big games.
1: And so, like, you know,
3: I told you last week I was confident and as you can see why after that, you know.
1: There were some celebrations back in Cork. Can you get back tonight, um, I
3: have a big cup game Tuesday, Rory. <laughs> so no
1: celebrations, no, <laughs> <so>, idea, <Dave>, is that? <laughs> you, might, you might see your around town later, yeah. Congratulations, buddy. in great talking.
0: And uh, Roar also caught up with the extremely elusive Mark O'Sullivan
1: Alright, I'm with the goal scorer of the match winner The man of the match, Mark O'Sullivan uh, Mark, how do you feel after that? Very excited, brilliant, very good Talk to us about the game, talk to us about your goal It was an
2: incredible strike uh, I missed one uh, an easy one before that mm. and just Someone played the ball along the wing And I just controlled and took on the player And mm. banged into the bottom corner mm. Yeah, because they seem to be stepping off I suppose whenever you got on the ball yeah, I, I don't know why that was. Mm.
1: <laughs> because you can score. Yeah. Um, you just have the runner. I like running at running at players. Like you
2: had to soak up a lot of pressure in that game, but your back four was brilliant. Yeah, they were very good. Like yeah, we changed the back four in the second half. Hoggy came off, mm. but Wayne uh, Hogan and very well when he came on. You've an FA
1: Cup medal and now an FA Intermediate Cup medal in the Aviva Stadium. It's incredible, isn't it? Great, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, great feeling. Yeah, with some celebrations back home tonight. as well. Yeah. yeah, which is better, this one or I think this one well, you got to go all this time, like yeah, right, yeah. you know, and man of the matches.
4: Mark,
0: congratulations, buddy. Thanks very much. Yeah, There you go. That's uh, certainly going to go into uh, Roar's Hall of Fame uh, getting that interview because uh, I don't think, I'm not sure anyone has got Mark to do an interview before. Just one of those uh, elusive people, but uh, he'll uh, celebrate some bit anyway tonight before that game on Tuesday. Roar also caught up with uh, defender Mark Hogan of Avondale.
2: Mark Oregon, uh, FAI's Media Cup champions how does that sound? Absolutely brilliant uh, you we've know, you, you waited a long long time to, to get back here in five years it's, it's, it's too long for the size of a club You know, so absolutely over the moon and really, really thrilled for everyone involved in the club Big occasion takes a big player to come and score a big goal like that and Marcus Sullivan's goal was brilliant. Uh, look he's an absolute freaking of It's it's probably I think it's his fifth man in a match in to be the cup finals, you know. He's won two FA seniors as well. I think it's incredible achievement, you know, he's an absolute beast of a man, you know, we really, really leave him today because the pitch is absolutely massive. Game wise crumbling had a lot of possession, but it didn't really threaten you all that much. It did look, possession doesn't mean football unfortunately, you know, goals in football and you know we knew you know Dublin based side, they could knock it about, you know, but to be honest, we defended well. They didn't really come Causes much trouble, you know, and at the end, when it started going long, look, we knew we probably were going to get our hands on the trophy again, you know. You
1: must have been very frustrated to come off for the last 15 minutes for
2: Yeah, I look good, it's managed been struggling for the last probably six, seven weeks of hamstring. It hasn't been right, you know, but it was getting to a stage where it was probably going to cost the team if I didn't throw a whole hand up, you know, and it reluctantly I had to put the hand up, you know, and that's just football. Look, it's all about me, it's about the lads and it's over the moon for everyone involved. It must have been hard for you watching the injury time the sideline, though, ah uh, well. Terrible, terrible! I left to have about 100 points tonight. To <laughs> try and forget about it you know, but um, after we over the moon as I said. Yeah, absolutely
1: fantastic stuff. And talk to me about the, the squad you have, the players that you have left. Ah,
2: look, it was very tough today for lads. You know, There was four lads left out of the squad. You know, and they've worked hard all year. It's part of a job for the management to do. You know, cal Calfe, the last fitness test, travelling from offley You know, Tuesday towards this Saturday. You know, and he missed out, and after we devastated for decky You know, but them lads inside, inside there, you know, deserve massive credit because no one gave the hope. You know, that we were. Under we were underdogs, you know, and the bookies didn't give the hope. No one gave the hope. People in Cork didn't give the hope, you know. flat outside the dressing room. But we dug, dug deep, you know. And this is our eighth media Cup winners' medal, you know, and for the club, you know, and it's it's a record. It'll take a long time to be surpassed. There'll be some celebrations tonight, so ah, we'll have a few coins when they on you know. Congratulations, buddy. Thanks very much for man.
0: Yeah, hopefully, uh, Ken manager isn't uh, listening to uh, Mark there, but uh, Roar also spoke to Ken Bruton.
1: Ken, how do you feel after that? Uh, tired
5: <laughs> I, I said to the lads inside uh, I, I was you know I, you try everything with, with people to try and you know get inside their heads and I, I had these uh, these words that I was trying to just plant a seed and I said you know what you play for sometimes you play for a relief and I, I had that I remember and, and being into the cup finals and it's hard and I used to be on the post standing there and you're in the 94th or the 95th minute and you just want the whistle to go and when it goes it's just pure mm. relief so I was shouting that on to the guys you know we're 8 minutes into at a time and that's what I feel, it's pure mm. relief. Um Marcus Sullivan's goal uh, game more of the occasion of the venue, I suppose. Ah, yeah, oh, sure. I am new from saying it to the lads there, like Marky is that little little sprinkling of goal dust that we have. Like, you know, we, we have we have a technically very good team that like to play, we're very structured, we're very organized, we've honest guys, and we've technically very good guys. Mm. And then we've Marky who's just you know, he does things like I played with Marky fifteen <laughs> years ago when he joined the club first. He's a better footballer now, thirty-six years young than than he was then. He's just he's Gotten better, the positions he takes up, even the way he took the shot early, you know that, that's that's what that's what scored the goal. You know, the keeper didn't get a chance to plant his feet. I suppose over the course of the ninety minutes, Crumlin had a lot of possession. Was that the way he set up for them? They're a good side, like so. I suppose look, we like to to stay in possession, but sometimes you you have to you know adapt and to to get the job done. So. I suppose what we identified was the fact that we needed to stay in shape a lot more and, and use someone like Marky and, and Danny and, and Jack Walsh, who was fantastic today. And, you know. So we, we, I suppose we just we made sure that we were in shape. We made sure that we didn't give them holes to, to break us through. And then when we won it, we fed the guys who were going to do damage. And thankfully, that worked out. And today's Mark Horgan, about 50 minutes ago, he didn't panic at all. No, and and he's a big, big, big player for us. And we, and we lost Deki Kyle in the warm up this morning, you know. So they're two absolute behemoths for us at the back. So I suppose when, when he went off, the good thing is that we've got 24 guys that we, we can depend on. So the next guy comes in, he just slots in, does his job, you know. Like we we trained three times this week, and our, our guys are well drilled. Like they know, they know what's expected. But I suppose you just never know on, on a day when you've eight minutes of added time, you know, and, and you really have to dig, dig, dig deep. And they did that to a man. How many medals? Is that now for you? Uh, three winners and this fella. Yeah, he does. And a runner-up, I don't like talking about. <laughs> we won't talk, about that celebration <laughs> so tonight. Uh, yeah, I'd say there'll be a few celebrations, judging from the faces there. To be honest,
1: you're not. You're back next door later on in the week, aren't you? So you can't come tonight. Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. So like, what else are you gonna do? So you might as well go tonight. So
5: yeah, well, I will have to stay off the street, no, because I'd probably be playing Tuesday. <laughs> Ken, congratulations, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, there you have uh, Rory speaking to manager Ken Bruton earlier on today at the Aviva Stadium so uh, congratulations to Avondale absolutely fantastic achievement for the uh, core club and uh, hopefully they'll be able to celebrate some bit uh, tonight despite having uh, that game on Tuesday but uh, it's two or three days away so uh, Ken might give him a bit of leeway Anyway, uh, before we continue on we have two pairs of tickets to give away to tomorrow's Munster senior and minor hurling championship game between Cork and Tipperary in Parky Queeve. You cannot get any more s- stand tickets, i.e., sitting tickets, in the north or south stand. They're all sold out. But we've the last two pairs here in Red FM to give away. All you got to do is text into uh, Red FM OIT68104106 your name, where you're from, and who won the Munster Senior Championship title last year and our current holders. Who won the Munster Senior Hurling Championship last year? You can text or WhatsApp, O eight six, eight one oh four, one oh six, your name, where you're from. And the answer, it's very, very simple. And uh, you could be going to that match tomorrow and have uh, nice seats to go along with it because there's a massive, massive crowd expected down there at Parky Quiven And with the weather it is uh, at the moment, it'll be class down there. Anyway, uh, moving on, but staying with football. Uh, Cork City had another win last night in Turner's Cross. And uh, Rory spoke with interim boss John Cotter after the game.
1: And John, two wins from two Cots is at the wheel tell me how does it feel stop, <laughs> no
0: I'm getting hammered in the
6: dressing room for that so whoever's responsible for that will pay um,
1: but two wins from two you couldn't have asked for a better start to your career
6: look, yeah it's great um, look, the players deserve savage credit too they've the work they put in again tonight was the same as last week and look,
1: that's all you can ask for and Hopefully now building that again for next week from, from Monday. A four four two tonight was that just because of how UCD lined up or is that something we're gonna look at going forward. Um, look players?
6: it's look we've tweaked things a small bit obviously, did a bit of work a bit more work this week, because we had a bit of time. Obviously into the boys' game we didn't much time, but um look it's just something we look at and look obviously the boys are hopefully flexible enough. That the more work we do, and as I said, look it might take a small bit of time for to implement the ideas I'd have. So um yeah, look we've positive a lot of positive we created a lot more chance from play tonight and scoring from play is great and getting a home win here in front of the
1: supporters was huge as well You've to see the commitment as well from the get-go lads like launching the challenges really wanting to get the ball back in the last
6: game Yeah and look that's Cork City to be honest that's Cork City I know from when I was a kid as well As look it's the intensity the passion the commitment you have to have all that and you have to be brave then when you get the ball too so look um, look we can't fault any one of the lads I thought they were brilliant tonight um, I know they hit the bar early in the second half, but after that, I don't think they created a chance. The shape we had was was great, to be honest, and we looked dangerous on the counter attack then as well. I don't see Carolyn Graham on the sheet must be. Please. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Two look, two great lads, and look, Graham could have had another couple too, but he got he scored a great goal and it was great, great build up from it as well, switch a play and um, look. Hopefully, look, I know like these fellas need chances created for them as well. So look, that's something we work on as well. That hopefully we can keep doing that and score more goals and for you personally what was it like walking up and turning across managing Cork today oh look it's a, a proud moment for me obviously it's I would have come here with my dad to be honest and unfortunately he can't be here tonight to see it but um, it was a massive moment for me look uh, obviously look I've done it before when John was suspending stuff but it's different it's different now and look obviously we put in a great performance and look it's it's great but as I said look the players deserve the credit they're the ones who are on the pitch bursting their asses off as such and that's all we can do is keep driving on give these supporters something to shout about and look they were I thought they were brilliant tonight and um, hopefully now next week we'll have another good crowd here Do you
7: think John like we could see that bit of confidence that came from winning last week like it settled down to the game well from the start and had the early goal and were able to settle
6: Yeah absolutely the early, obviously the early goal helps too to be fair and yeah. um, I thought so yeah I thought the boys showed a bit more confidence with the ball too I thought we were better with the ball tonight than we were last week and look that's an ongoing thing that hopefully will improve over time as well and look confidence is huge for football to be fair as as Rory said Shep and Graham scoring is massive for them now as well and um, for the whole team two clean sheets in a row as well for Mark and for the back four who I thought were brilliant again tonight and um, look absolutely look there's a lot of positives to take from that and that's what we'll do we'll take the positives from that and Hopefully, go into next week again and do a bit more work next week, and hopefully
7: put in another good performance. And like is it fair to say, that whereas earlier in the season you probably weren't getting many breaks tonight, you got one with the, the shot off the bar, and then going to it up straight after that. Like, is it a sign? Maybe that. The look, worst hopefully. Over?
6: Look, obviously, when we were on a, a difficult run, things might have been dropping for us. Or dropping the wrong way for us but look sometimes you have to create your own luck too to be fair and I thought the boys with the work they didn't deserve that bit of luck from that one bouncing out of the bar but I thought we were comfortable enough winners after that to be honest once we scored the second and um, look our shape was good as I said earlier and I don't think we were ever in danger of conceding to be honest
7: And is there anyone missing tonight who would be back for next week?
6: Um, look hopefully Garrod, Morrissey and Shane Griffin who was suspended tonight uh, Gary Buckley was sick tonight so look that's the thing as well we've had a lot of players missing and those three players would have played a huge part yeah. in the success here over the years And but that just shows that it's not just 11 players It's a, that's something I was dr- drilling into the players that it's it takes everyone to row in behind and you, Pierce Phillips to come off the bench and play that over nearly an hour the game last week and that's what we need, you need everyone pulling together and it takes everyone to be to be ready and to be at it and encouraging each other and look I think that's a huge factor as well to be fair
5: the preference of the lads tonight like John seemed to be to you know try and keep the ball in the deck and play through midfield when they could but they also weren't kind of afraid to go a bit more direct when it was needed is that what we can expect from a John Collar team
6: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully John Collar team will be winning anyway that's the first thing but um, yeah look it's something I'd encourage when it's there to play absolutely and try and get the ball down and keep the ball and it's something we'll be working on, absolutely. But, look, you don't want players to be taking stupid chances either either as well, to be fair. And I thought tonight, look, they did that. They used their heads. And when it was on to play, absolutely play. And I think that's where the second goal comes from. And I think in the first half, Graham comes is another great chance and another great bit of football as well. So, look, confidence plays a huge part in that as well. Look, I wouldn't be asking the players to do that if their confidence is done because that's been unfair as well. Like, so, look, as I said, confidence. But it is something we'll be looking to develop more over time, to be honest, yeah.
5: For two good results you know obviously Dundalk come here next week. They're top of the table now, and you know maybe is, is this a game for you to maybe remind the car public that th- these lads are still there, they're still competing, at the, and they're capable of competing at the top end. Of the
6: Absolutely, thing. and I think the last two weeks have proved that. To be honest, with the results we've had and the performances we've put in, and look, the car public deserve a team to proud of as well. And I think tonight and last week they've showed that. And hopefully, the car public come out and support these lads as they always have, and look it's as I said earlier and I said it last week to Rory that the crowd should never underestimate the role they play here and look everyone inside there responsible, from myself right down through the, the rest of the staff and the players and look it's a massive part of it and hopefully next week the crowd will come out and force and make an intimidating, intimidating place for Dundalk to come and look we've had great battles down here over the years and look hopefully there's another one that next week will be another one that no doubt will be another good game
0: yeah, there you life. have uh, Roar and co speaking to Cork City interim boss John Cotter after the match last night in which they won uh, Roar also caught up with Conor McCormick Conor two wins from
1: two under John Cotter he couldn't ask much more than that I suppose for a, a bum I guess yeah
8: look uh, we've done really well the last few games uh, we've defended well and uh, you know like uh, we've got a bit of luck in our times as well uh, last week but um, I think we deserve that because they work great and uh, you know, uh, the lads have been fantastic now, and um, oh, so we're just happy obviously to get the two wins because we're badly needed. Um, okay, we're in a place that this club shouldn't be. So look, uh, we look onwards and upwards now, and um, we're looking forward to next week already.
1: And change to four four two as well, Tony. Is that something that you prefer playing, that four in the midfield there? Yeah,
8: well, it just depends who you're playing against. You know, like uh, you know UCD, they like to drop off and get the ball. You know, um, and if you go pressing, sometimes uh, they can pick you off because they're good players. Uh, they're told to play all the time, and. Um, so look uh, I think it worked against them you know at times uh, we forced them into the middle and uh, we had bodies round it and uh, they didn't cause too much of a threat so uh, the tactics all week that uh, we worked on John and um, Healers and Benno and Cairns and, and like uh, all the staff you know uh, we were well prepared for them tonight uh, because they got the better of us the last time we played them up there um, so everything like I went to plan tonight. We're delighted.
1: What was your reaction to John Coughlin's departure? Were you surprised that he left the
8: club? Yeah, I was very surprised. You know, like um, okay, John's been like unbelievable since he came here. He took the club from from the brink nearly. You know, like on a small budget up to the the top and uh, challenging every year, getting Europe every year. That's it's incredible. Like every club would have loved that. You know, and um, like, it was just a pity that the way things went this year. And uh, we're sorry for him. Um, you know, and he's fantastic for me. He brought me to the club and we won it. Like in 2017, we won, uh, we won the double, and no one expected us to do it. And uh, he won the cup the year before that, and we got to the final last year. So it was incredible stuff, and just wish him the best. And like all the lads, you know, have only great things to say about him. And uh, you know, but we're just looking forward to, you
1: know, uh, the new era now. And John Carter brings in, like I suppose, continuity, but I, I suppose his own ideas as
4: well.
8: The same thing. Yeah, well, he does. You know, like every, like every person has their own ideas and their own tactics and their own way as the same you know the game so um, look that, uh, we worked on it this week and like it paid off for us um, like at the last two games so hopefully uh, it continues like that
9: How important is it to start uh, well tonight in terms of uh, setting the team down with that early start?
8: Yeah well look like it is important um, I think we've played well in a lot of games this year but things have gone against us whether it's a decision or a sloppy goal and you know like like uh, you've seen it there today uh, the goal, Carl Shepard scored. You know, but, like uh, he hits the target, but the keeper probably should have done better with it. But you know, like uh, them, them chances weren't going away at the start of the season, and uh, hopefully things like a bit of luck changes now. And um, like I think uh, we deserve it. Yeah, he you rode your luck a bit
10: though, like. They start to the second half uh, very strongly and hit the crossbar. If that had gone in, you, you know, backs against the wall.
8: Yeah, to well, that's like uh, UCD, like, uh, they're a good team. Like, as I said there, uh, if you stand off them, sometimes they can pick you off, or you go press them, they can pick you off because they've some good players and uh, there's no pressure on them. And, uh, like, uh, they did start uh, uh, second half well and they hit the crossbar and it was a bit of a warning for us but look uh, we defended well I think throughout the uh, uh, 90 minutes and apart from probably that I'm not sure if they had much else and uh, yeah. it was the same last week I don't think I think boys might have one shot in target with all this possession and you know like uh, we were just set up well and the tactics was perfect and it worked yeah. like, it worked well for us Obviously very
10: positive like, with the two clean sheets and Dundalk to come here next week
8: Yeah well that's it you know um, I think the boys have been excellent at the back and Nul's as well and um, as I was saying there, that we were giving away sloppy goals at the start of the season, whether it was bad luck or just bad, uh, you know, a concentration going into the last ten minutes of some games that we threw away when we were winning. Um, it just things just weren't going for us, unfortunately. And um, but look, I will take that bit of luck now that, and mm. and uh, we we'll grow on it now.
10: How much do you need to up the performance though against against Dundalk?
8: Yeah, well, Dundalk are a great team. You know, I had to keep their team like every year, or if like a player leaves, that to bring in a better player. You know, so. They have a great squad. They could probably, you know, I play two elevens in this league and uh, still be competing with each other up at the top. Uh, you know, so it is going to be really difficult. But uh, we'll enjoy our win now tonight, and um, we'll work on it uh, like yeah, we're in tomorrow morning and uh, on Sunday as well. There's like yeah, there's another game on Sunday, so we're really looking forward to that. And Monday we'll sit down and uh, look on how that we can beat uh, uh, the dark next Friday at home.
5: The a bad run of results, Connor, and with John leaving that as well, it was kind of a perception that was the end of an era for this team. Do
8: you feel like you have a point to prove that well, it is. Like as I said, like John has been fantastic for us, you know. And um, okay, we're just unfortunate. Um, I think uh, some results, of this, like uh, this season, that we've thrown away leads, you know, the last 10-15 minutes, like, and it's like it's just not like us, you know. Whether that was the uh, lack of concentration or uh, defensive errors, um, you know, like it just wasn't us. And uh, but it's just like uh, we're glad to be back. Um, you know, uh, keeping clean sheets, defending well, and scoring goals.
5: Do the players going kind to of have to sit down at some stage together amongst yourselves and kind of say, look, we can either get our act together and start pushing back up the table, or else we can settle in and get ready for relegation. Back?
8: Yeah, well, like uh, we always like uh, like at uh, the club is too good to be down where it is, and you know uh, we have to take the blame for that. Um, but uh, we're better players than that, and, and like we did have a couple of meetings amongst ourselves. You know, um, I think we did play well in some some games. Uh, I thought in Waterford we played really well in the first half. Unfortunately, then to get a deflected goal from thirty or forty yards was in top corner, and we we're like, yeah, oh, here we go again, because that was the start. Like uh, the luck all uh, the start of the year that you know, um, like a defensive errors that were killing us, kind of. But as you said, there the last two games now that we've got our clean sheets and. Um, you know, like get back to scoring freely and playing well, so um, ho- uh, hopefully we can build on that. Does it feel
5: like a turning point now,
8: yeah? Yeah, well, it does, you know, like uh, that's what we should be, uh, we should be winning them games, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, like everyone expects us to win them games, and uh, thankfully we have.
7: Is there a noticeable difference, Connor, between John Collard, the assistant, and John Collard, the manager, or has it been a kind of a, a fairly straightforward a continuation?
8: Yeah, well, uh, like everyone gets on with John, you know. Um, Katz is great, you know. Uh, with everybody in, in coaching wise, you can always approach him as well. And you know, like if you're struggling or uh, tactically, like uh, you're not too sure, you know, he'll sit you down. He'll put yeah. it through the the video. If you can't understand the video, he'll bring the tactic board in. You know, so whatever yeah. way he needs to get the message across, he's very like he's easy to approach. And uh, you know, like you know, like uh, we're just all happy that he's that he's like uh, involved with us now, and uh, hopefully he's there to stay.
0: Yeah, there is uh, Conor McCormick speaking to uh, Rory and Co after the match last night, which Cork said he won. Two games on the trot now for John Cotter. We've pair of, two pairs of tickets to give away to tomorrow's minor and senior Munster Championship game in Parky Cueve between Cork and Tipperary. All you got to do is tell me your name, your where you're from, and also the current champions. Of the monster title. That's all you got to do in text it 8104 106 so We'll be back with plenty more after this. The
10: Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6pm. Cork's Red
0: FM. Yeah, welcome back to The Big Red Bench. I'm Ciarán Regan with you. Until 7 o'clock this evening. Roar on his way down from the Aviva Stadium from that magnificent win for Avondale earlier on today. We're going to be crossing over to Parkier in shortly enough as well because Cork taking on uh, Limerick in the Munster Senior Camogie Championship there. That one getting underway at quarter past seven. Uh, a result for you as well uh, the Cork Junior Camogie team. Had a good win earlier on as well. If we can uh, just get that. Uh, da, 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 um, it seems to have gone missing off the screen. No, it's back again. And the junior championship semi-final, they defeated Limerick. Two goals and 11 points to one goal. And eight, Uh, that was just uh, earlier on today. So a good win for Cork in that one elsewhere. Leinster taking on Saracens at the moment. There's 61 minutes gone and it's Saris who lead 13 points to 10 uh, they've made a couple of subs there now Leinster so uh, they have about 18 19 minutes left to get back uh, in track in that one now a massive massive game tomorrow in Parkie Equeve Cork taking on Tipperary in the minor and senior hurling championship the first round is going to be a massive massive crowd down in Barky Cueve We have two pairs of tickets to give away All you got to do is tell me your name, where you're from And who are the current champions And current holders of the Munster Senior title It's very, very simple You can text or WhatsApp to 0868104106. 106 Now looking ahead to that uh, minor game first tomorrow it Gets underway at 2 o'clock I caught up with minor manager John Constine earlier this week uh, joined online by John Constantine, manager of the Cork Minor hurling uh, team. John, big game this weekend against Tipperary, uh, the first round of the Munster Minor Championship. How are you looking?
10: Uh, oh, looking forward to a big time, huge game because home game. Like we have, we have two home, two away. But the home game, it's the start of the campaign. they are looking for a bit of momentum and so forth. Uh, so very big game, and look with the preparations done, but you never really know until um, you hit the championship. And especially with, with, with minors, because mm. it's their first uh, taste of this stuff. Um, and, and uh, you know, fellas react differently and they're only learning. So, the, you know, they're, they'll are start probably the game with 2,000 people in the stands. Yeah. And by the time they're finished, there'll be 20. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big learning experience, you know. So it is great for them. Great
0: yeah. for them. I was going to just mention that, actually. like Their first game, well, it's a competitive game anyway, is going to be for many of them uh, in front of... Uh, you know, a big crowd for them. Um, even if it was 500 people, they wouldn't have that uh, as a minor game sometimes. Um, up in it's uh it can be very daunting for some fellows.
10: Oh, um, in lots of ways. It could be, but like... Well, I put it to say, it is full stop, but at the same time, you know, this is what they play for. Um, you know, they want like, oh, I think I could go around the county and you could get another 100, 100 200 fellas who'd love to have the chance. If they had the chance, of course, it's daunting. Of course, you're going out and, you know, you're guaranteed to make a mistake. There's, hardly, yeah. I don't know, fellas rarely play a game without making a mistake. Um, but that's, like that's what what they're playing for. They want to play in these in these games and test themselves out. So while you're kind of nervous, you're you're also looking forward to it. And it's you know, it's just the natural human instinct. It goes from when they're when you're a baby and they go peekaboo and you frighten them first, but the kids love it. Yeah, it's right. just the same with this. It, there is that nervous tension, but look, and um, it's a great opportunity. Like they're you know they're they're going to be playing most of the championship and for the last two years they're playing it now uh, from the start in front of the senior team and you know in terms of developmental opportunities it 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 it's it a super change uh, for them you know
0: Yeah last year probably a bit of a mixed season one 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 two two sorry lost two but the obvious thing is uh, you'll be hoping to do better again this year
10: yeah, and like we, would have, we were hoping to get to almost a final last year, we yeah. did get there, and as a result, it was disappointing, but having said that, again, um, the outcome was disappointing, but the way the lads went about it, and you know, you couldn't have but, but, huge pride in them because they fought to the final whistle, we had to win the last game by a minimum of 13 points, and to give ourselves a chance if the other result went their way and they did that and like they didn't do it until injury time at the end of the second half Mm. and to keep going meant like like, displayed huge um, uh, discipline from them Uh, so like that was a huge uh, plus like we went out but you know we went out fighting and so like that's that's what you're looking for that's the minimum you're looking for guys to go out and that's what you want that's what they showed that whether you, get, you win or not is a whole different ballgame, but yeah. it's just great to actually just you know give it a crack. So, like Sunday, we're looking for obviously a good result and so forth, but the, the most important thing is that we compete and we compete right to the final. Whistle.
0: Yeah, um, you're going up against the side who got to the All Ireland final last year, Munster Champions, and they had a good win over Cork uh, up in Turles as well. I think it yeah, was a t- three goals in the,
10: the point. The, uh, hiding um, that day, and in fact, that's that proved to be like the, the, the gap that yeah. they proved to be the ultimate difference because we we nearly reeled it in on them, but like that was a 20 point They beat us by 10, so that's a 20 point swing because they're plus 10, we're minus 10. So that was the gap we were trying to pull in on the last day, and we nearly did it. But because of the damage they did to us that day, we were gone. And so, you know, they're now obviously it's, it's an underage competition, so a lot of those guys are gone and etc but. They, 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 a, they a, I think they are cleared or four, but look it's it's a lesson and uh, you know temporarily will always have a good team so it's going to be a big game
0: yeah um, what I was going to say is there many new faces in the, the team this year I know you announced the, the team this earlier this week
10: well we have we have a, a lot of guys and what I mean by a lot like we have seven fellas that were in and around last year so that's a, a clause and presumed it will be not dissimilar but I think we have probably, probably have a few more and that, that's a big help for Lads as well Like because you know they've played a year under the belt and um, they have experienced some of this before and no it's not going to be a, a game changer or anything but it is a help and uh, so we, we would we would have seven fellows that we're, were around last year and you know, that, that experience will hopefully send to them. The game there's no doubt that the game will not be a carbon copy of last year, but it means that they have experience of that and they're just, it they're building up that experience which which kinda of will make them better players as they move on. So uh, I would hope that you know, we'd have the edge in that side of things anyway.
0: Yeah, um, how did you find last year? I suppose you'll be a bit more wiser this year in the you know week on, uh, constantly almost with the the break and along the way as well. Uh, but it, it's flat out.
10: Yes, I and mean, I think like our last year, our our poorest performance was uh, the third game on the trot. So that mm. was three games that we played in like fourteen, fifteen days. So it does like because the lads, you know, they're going to be up to 90 this week you can imagine first championship all of that and like it takes a lot out of them mentally uh, they recover quick because they're young physically they'll recover but like it, it's a big thing to go again the following week and so yeah. forth so we have two big games now we don't have the third one so we have two big games we have Tip and then we have Limerick so that's that's, 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 that's a tough outing but like again I prefer that than having it just a straight back out. So they have, yeah. you know, they, 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 you know, we, we sometimes we forget we, we we look at the the downside of things and, instead of saying like, you know, they have a guaranteed set of games, and the first one is crucial, but you know, at least there's going to be another one. We have to win one of those two games. But it's like it's it's just great to be think that like guys are going to be playing against Tipperary in Parkykeve and Limerick and in in, in, in Ground and grown. Um, you know that, that you know it could be the highlight of their, their yeah. young lives and um, and you know I'm sure parents will be down, probably as punch and the club gate to be down supporting them. So it's a uh, it's really exciting, you know. It's, you know, after you would be wishing it forward, but we can't do anything to attract it from this.
0: Yeah, has it worked out well enough for you this year? Two weeks on, two weeks off, two weeks on. Am I looking? At yeah. Oh look,
10: I no complaints and. You know, we tend to look back at times and go, despite the fact have the that we are starting off with two, as you say, two games, two weeks on, with two weeks off, and this. but so we everything has been poured into basically the next whatever well, ten days. But almost exclusively, we're focusing on. This. We know the Limerick game is coming in that, and we you know we, we the lads know about you know the two games, but they at this uh, the stage the focus is almost exclusively on on topari.
0: Yeah, um, one of the players uh, named to start Jack Cahillan played for the footballers. The other night he came on, and so I think he got a goal within twenty seconds or something. Um, but obviously he's doing the the dual thing. Um, but another Cahillan coming through the the yeah. the, the, wood, the woodwork.
10: Yeah. Well, like, um, we'll accept that uh, goal 20 seconds yeah. into the game on Sunday if <laughs> he delivers on that. Um, yeah, look, sure Jack played with us last year. He had a few games, got a few games under the belt last year um, and developing all the time plus playing football and other set of experiences. Um, so, he, he won't be phased anyway, let's put it that way. Um, so we'd So, we'll we, be looking for a return from a good young player and um, uh, I you know, I say he well-focused now on from the end, and, and um, uh, I, I, you know, hopefully, he 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 lead the attack there, and 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 we can do the
0: business. Yeah, there. I was talking to uh, John Myler, uh earlier on uh, this, or not John Miler, John Consaline, excuse me, um, earlier on today. Uh, just looking ahead to the uh, big game tomorrow uh, that gets underway at two o'clock in Parky Cueve, ahead of the uh, senior game. Uh, but right now we're going to c- give a quick crossover to Parky Rin because Cork are taking on Limerick in the Munster Senior Camogie Championship. Uh, Lauren, you're over there. How's it looking?
4: It's looking good uh, here on the pitch. is looking very well. The crowd is slowly starting to, uh, to trickle. In. We still have about twenty five minutes to, to throw in, uh, but the, the weather is fab, and I'm sure it's a sign for good things to come for Cork this weekend.
0: Uh, Cork last was it last week or, or the week before? I think had a good win over Clare. Uh, they find themselves now against Limerick. Will Limerick put it up to them? Because Cork Cork obviously a very strong outfit.
4: Limerick, uh, they're they're definitely progressing well over the last couple of years. They have some fantastic players. They had a a number of players actually in their in their squad that were up for player of the league uh, across the Littlewoods League there earlier in the year. So players like Niamh Mulcahy, Sarah Carey is superb there at centre back. I think they're they're probably a little bit more balanced compared to the player team that they faced two weeks ago. Uh, Cork actually only conceded I think was one nine on that occasion. So I'm sure it'll probably be a, a higher scoring. Occasion here today, but I don't see anything other than a than a cork result.
0: Yeah, is there any surprises or anything in the the cork lineup or business as usual? Do you think?
4: Uh, it's pretty much business as usual. We have the, the the team list here, and I'm going to post that to Twitter soon for anyone that's interested in following that and the updates throughout the match. Um, but it's pretty much business as usual. I know from speaking to Paddy Murray, the, the, the manager, that he's, he is trying to integrate some of the younger players and some of the girls from the intermediate winning side last year into the team and he's continuing to, to do that. He, he did it throughout the league as well. But I'm, as far as I can see, it's, very, it's it's a very similar team to the team that I faced Claire. Um So I think he's just trying to build a bit of confidence in those younger girls.
0: Yeah, well look, uh, a fabulous evening in Cork and uh, no doubt Parky looking splendid uh, this evening. Still time to get down there, the match getting underway at quarter past seven. Lauren will have updates on the Bigger Bench Twitter account. Lauren, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, Ron. There you have uh, Lauren Guilfoyle over at Parky uh covering the Cork and Limerick game which gets underway at quarter past seven. Now continuing our look ahead to tomorrow's Munster Senior Hurling Championship uh, game against Tipperary. I caught up with John Myler uh, last week. And uh Mustard Championship Fast approaching tip in the first game looking forward to
7: it? Ah yeah, look it's um, it's a hugely competitive game, uh, or first game and uh, the onus is on us really to get a performance, to get a win in Parky Keep and it's vital that you start off with a win and you know, but Tiberi come with new management, new intensity, um and so it's going to be extremely competitive
0: on Sunday week. Um, last year was a fantastic year for Cork in the Munster Championship, uh, winning it obviously. Um, hoping for the, the the same this year, I suppose. That, almost like a mirror effect last year, where maybe you didn't have the the league campaign you wanted and went into the championship under the radar some bit maybe teams underestimating Cork it was the same kind of this year with teams, I won't say they won't underestimate Cork but...
7: No, but you had different circumstances this year where UCC had progressed into Fitzgibbon you're trying to manage players Charleville had progressed in the intermediate club so, you know, Fitzgibbon was playing with those also playing with UCC so we didn't have Fitzgibbon and you can't really expect them to play in the league So that gives an opportunity then to other players then to step up to the plate and you know there were fellas there Robbie O'Flynn Tim O'Mahony all those got runs that you know what I mean That, that, that because we were trying to blood new players we were trying to give players games and at the same time you know being aware of you know fellas playing with UCC and fellas playing with Charleville. so that that was critical and you know I, I don't think there's anybody under the radar I, I think it's just five teams are going to be extremely competitive now on, on the, in the Munster Championship
0: Last year obviously a change in format extremely competitive uh, this year it's not going to be the same as a More competitive uh, two new management setups with the two teams that didn't make the top
7: three last year so man Waterford and Tipperary have put in new management so they're going to be really you know bursting to get at it um and and, and trying to win a game you know starting off so you know Mishidi then brings a wealth of experience a wealth of management having won in all Ireland with Tipp so you know we know what's coming um, and we just got to meet it head on
0: yeah. um you mentioned some of the players there you'll have uh, some players who missed a couple of games back for a championship I imagine you brought in two new players as well into the panel um, yeah. Chris. O'Leary and and from Valley
7: Rovers and Niall O'Leary who would have been playing with UCC in the Fitzgibbon so you know they've come in and and, you know there's a strong panel there and uh, you know competition for places is good so
0: um, they've all come through first rounds all the players uh, well I mean
7: we were relatively unscathed in in, in, the, in terms of no no serious injuries to your key players and that's it and the other thing was that the form of the players was good and and it was great to have like Hoggy and Lehan in, in, in the Middleton-Glem match, Fitzy you know got a few good scores for Charlie but so you know the Cadigans played well for Douglas so they, 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 that's all important really yeah,
0: that's I was going to touch on that they've all played extremely well for their clubs in the first round even Chris O'Leary yesterday playing very well for Valleys yeah, that's, that's a
7: plus sign for for us, and that they're going well at the present point in time, and you know what I mean, and we're happy with that. We're delighted with that. So, you know, what I mean, once they can maintain that form now and get ready for two weeks' time,
0: uh, what's the mood in the, the camp ahead of the championship? Good, the mood
7: is good. We're ready to go, and and, that, and that's really it. It's a privilege to be involved at the moment, and if you can't be at this point in time, but the, the format of this competition is fantastic.
0: Uh, I suppose last year was new in trying to manage the the games week after week. Well, we we talked last year about your son and you talking to him about the the professionalism side of it Um, you're much more aware now going into this year and how to manage that
7: Yeah, much more aware, and you know, I mean, our focus is on Tipperary on Sunday week, and that's the only thing we can focus on. We can focus on nothing else, and you know, we need to get our A game right for that game, and make sure everybody is at it, and make sure that when we cross the white line at four o'clock, that we go out and play there, and that's critical. You cannot concentrate on any of the other three matches. You know, in the league, you might be looking at, you know, blooding a player in a second, third, fourth game or something. And this isn't this is real. This is Munster Championship, so you know we have to perform, and so. The week.
0: You mentioned um, Tip have the new management w- with Liam, and that some reports over the the last few weeks would have you believe Tip aren't uh, firing on all cylinders at all. No, they they had a good win over for Cork, but obviously this is championship.
7: Tipperary, look, look, <laughs> temporary. Against Cork in the Munster Championship in Parky Keep Tipperary will be firing. Don't be codding yourself that that uh, that uh, people are telling you lies. Tipperary under Sheehy will be firing.
0: Yes. Um, can I just you were at a lot of the games in the the first round of the county championship with good standard Yeah, I was delighted. I was delighted with
7: the Middleton Lingle game. I thought it was highly intense, good competitive game, really good scores. And that some of the other games weren't competitive enough. Um. You know, there were a couple of lopsided games, really, but uh, I was delighted with the standard of Middleton and did Really, really good standard.
0: Um, is it disappointing not to have, I think, Seamus out for the first game, is he? Or is that decided yet? Seamus is, is good to go. Okay. Yep. So yep. has been cleared with Crow Park and everybody's happy. How important is it to have your captain available like, for the first game? So? Um, <laughs> that's,
7: um, look, it's vital that Seamus is there, and he's a fantastic hurler and a fantastic leader. So, look, it's, it's vital that he's there, and we're delighted he's there.
0: Yeah, there's uh, John Moyler speaking to me uh, last week at the launch. Before we uh, finish up and announce the winners of those tickets, we just have time for uh, about a minute or so of uh, Captain Seamus Hardy uh, shame, sir, at the the launch of the Munster Championship in the Gold Coast, of Waterford. Um, you're playing Tip in the first game. Obviously, it's Round Robin. Uh, looking forward to it, obviously.
9: Yeah, I can't wait. Now, I suppose. Look, it's hard to believe. Now, it's only two weeks away. You know, and um, look, the excitement's really building up. But um, look, we we know the importance of the first game. It's was a home game first of all. Uh, Tip gave us a bit of a doing in the in the league, so you know it, it's going to be a big challenge for us, but one we're relishing and looking forward to. Uh,
0: without going into any of the, the details or anything, you're available and you're. It's nice to not have any of that to be worrying about you're going to be playing
9: yeah absolutely um, I'm looking forward to it I suppose look that was hanging over me for a month but look I'm just I'm just delighted to be available for the day um, look we've put in a lot of hard work since the end of the league and look as I've emphasised John put put, put a big emphasis this year on the league in, in strengthening our panel and we've seen last year that it's gone beyond the 15 man game but you know the, the five subs that come on and, and you know further than that again you know the 30 men that are training every night will have a huge bearing on, on, on the championship this year so look, I suppose look the, the main focus at the moment is on the May twelfth but we know there's going to be four or four very tough games coming up. But really looking forward to it.
0: Um, I suppose last year, similar to this year, in that Cork didn't have the campaign they wanted in the league. Uh, going to championship ended up winning the championship. Which was, I suppose the hope is the, the same this year, but it's obviously going to be a, a different piece of New management in Tip and Waterford Clare always there. They're both Limerick, Hall, Ireland champions. It's writing itself to be a fantastic uh, campaign.
9: Yeah, it's incredible. Look. I I know yes, yeah, but look, um it's an absolute minefield. We've seen the strength of Munster the last few years and, and again that was emphasized in the league this year, you saw a water for getting to a league final, Do you know, clear progress the long way as well. But look, um we, we we're under no illusions. The Munster Championship is absolutely extremely competitive and that's why you have to hit the ground running and, and as I said that's why the squad this year is gonna play a huge part. But look, there are the challenges you want. Um, this new round robin system, you know, at least it's forgiving if you If you don't perform one week you've you you've three other opportunities to rectify a poor performance, whereas the old system you're training all year round and and everything hinges on one day so look that's the beauty of the new round grabbing system so look I, I don't think anyone has any um any plans with the with the new format so look look looking forward to it kicking off it It's hard to believe it's only you know thirteen days away now, so emphasis back on training but but look looking forward to going.
0: And indeed, it's happening tomorrow. Seamus Henry speaking to me there at the Munster Championship launch two weeks ago. Uh, before we finish up this evening, the winners of the pairs of tickets, Ashley O'Connell and Blarney, you've got a pair, and Martino O'Leary and Eneskeen, in, in uh, you've also got a pair. So uh, thanks to all the entries. And uh, best luck to the Rebels, both minors and seniors. Tomorrow, uh, we'll have the podcast up in the next few minutes. We'll be back tomorrow from 6 o'clock. with we'll have updates from both those games all day tomorrow. Until then, we'll chat to you later. Bye. The
10: Big and on. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m.